I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. I am so excited to be sitting here with Connie in our studio, obviously, on the couch, having more (laughs) Couch Talk conversations. So welcome, Connie. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. It's good to be back, as per usual. And I'm pretty sure I say that every time, but it's always good to be back. Hey, we need to have our lines, right? It's a good thing. So today, we are going to talk about all things, I always say this, I feel like relationship-oriented, but Today, we are going to talk about three ways to keep a relationship on the right path. And I feel, as matchmakers, we are constantly, constantly working with our singles, dating, engaged, and married couples that start to drift a little bit off the path, whether it be in their faith, whether it be in just life, whether it be in put their foot in their mouth or do the wrong thing. Yeah. So today, we're going to talk about like three ways to make sure, if you remember nothing more, to keep the relationship on the right path if you are obviously in a relationship, but always practice makes perfect, right? So even if you're not in a relationship, practice with your friends, practice yeah. with your colleagues, right? Your yeah, family. These seem like simple things, but I feel like there's so many times that that's what we're reminding people really as matchmakers is to bring it to the core values, like these three things to keep your relationship flowing and fun and Absolutely. making sure you think of those things daily instead of waiting until things are wrong to think about them. right because so. at that point it's like too far gone too late right it's so important to practice these things in the beginning and again if you are in a relationship and it's been going in a different direction for a while it's never too late to hit the reset button yeah the only trick of it is is you need two people to hit that reset button so you got to do everything in your power to get the two of you on track and also bring it back, yeah, bring it back to the simple things. Like right. bring back to day one, which is basically what we're going to go over. So right. <laughs> even as singles, you need to be listening to this because trust me, you're going to want these tips when it comes to when you're happily, madly in love in a long-term relationship or marriage. Yes. So these seem very simple, but please write these down. Or if you are <laughs> driving, be safe and come back and listen to this. So we're going to start off. The first one that is the key to keeping a relationship on the right track or path to continue on success is to be present. Yep. Which seems so simple, but so difficult. Yeah, I was about to say, it's really hard to do that. The only times it's like you come home from work or whatever, and you're like trying to close out your day. I don't know about you. Of course, probably the same thing, right? Yeah. Very similar in that regard. (laughs) And it's like somebody asks you a question. You're like, okay, I got this. And I know Connie is really good at multitasking. She is the only person in this world that can literally be doing five things, texting, typing, (laughs) talking, and like listening all at the same time, right? I feel like, like that's my have... favorite. Renee raves about that about me all the time. So I'll take it's, it as the best compliment. Yeah. <laughs> it is so true. She is so good at that. However, there are times I also do want to see her sweet little precious blue eyeballs <laughs> instead of her looking down when I know she's listening to me. I know she's texting. I know yeah. she's typing. And I know she's literally talking and somebody else is in the background asking her a question. I know she is able to give me literally a full-blown answer, but... I do kind of feel a little bit neglected. 
Oh, <laughs> we better hope that Renee doesn't start crying on this one. <laughs> but I'm just I'm saying, joking. so part of being present, yeah. even if you're a master multitasker, which I'm not, I go to the opposite. Like, well, everybody just leave me alone. I cannot yeah. multitask any one thing at a time. But I think it's really important to be reminded that if you need to close out your day or finish when it comes to a relationship, you 100%. have got to treat it so different than a business relationship. To some level, right? Because it's a romantic relationship. (laughs) Um, But it is important to remind yourself to be able to, and I feel like Cotton and I have talked about this many times, like now she will literally listen, type, text, and talk to somebody else, but now she gives me eye contact and I'm thinking, are you, do you even see me? Or are you looking (laughs) through me? Yeah, but no, that, I mean, I've had to work on that in my marriage is that it's so easy to do a hundred things at once. And like Renee said, our personality, yeah, our personalities are people that are go, 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 always got things to do. I'm like, time is precious. I got to keep going. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, but I have to remind myself to sit and be present. And so in relationships, I do feel that's something that we forget to do. And it's easy to forget because life is busy. You need, you have a house to take care of. You have, if you have children, I mean, a lot of people that we talk into relationships have children and yeah. it's so easy to or not even be children are like your pets and animals right yeah, too they're like exactly. children yeah and it's like to be able to actually sit down and practice being present on that person only and not being like oh, okay let me just talk about work let me talk about this like be present just in your relationship and maybe if it's like a conversation that you're talking about that's you know, about you two or in a marriage or whatever it may be, is that you're only focusing on that, not being like, oh, hold on, I've got to take a call. Like, business is calling, whatever. It's really hard to be present. And it's something that we feel that you should work on like every single day. And I know that one thing that I do is that we dedicate at least a certain amount of hours or a certain amount of time a day to only be focused on one another. Um, And I'm sure anyone who has listened to our podcast, if they listened to it before, they know that I'm married. (laughs) And so... um, that's kind of something that helps me. Well, or and you figure out, I mean, obviously we always recommend asking these questions up front. Are you a morning person? Are you a night person? And it seems so silly in the beginning to like ask a lot of these questions. But what people forget about, especially when you fall into a relationship and you didn't ask those questions, then enough time goes by and you realize one's a night person, one's a morning person, one hates coffee, one doesn't. Like, and it seems really, really simple <laughs> that you would know these things. But I think in the beginning of a relationship, a lot of times people are way more open to compromising, right? Because you're you're so stuck in that lust and you're like, at some point we'll get together and this, this ebb and flow will work. Well, the older we get, the mm-hmm. more we are stuck in our ways too. Yeah. And so I think it's so important that if you're feeling a lack of being, of somebody being present, mm-hmm. that you during the time that is best or, you know, regulated to couch talk conversation yeah. or like date night, you know, obviously, because, every you know, you've got to schedule date night at least once a week or whatever. Oh. If you can, more, great. But yeah. um, life happens, too, where you're just like using that time to fully immerse and be present with that person because that's how we build the relationships that we do in life because we were present. Like I was thinking the other day, you know, I've been so busy with our growth and what we're doing with our company and everything else and I haven't immersed in some of even the friendships that I've been able to in the past. And I think to myself like, thank God they love me obviously, (laughs) but it's all the reason that they're my friends is because I've made that time to be present but you got to keep it going. Yeah, and it's it's hard to like like you just said about the date night, right? So many times, like especially any of our couples that have been married ten years, fifteen years, however long, and they think, oh my goodness, we haven't been on date nights in maybe a year. Like true, di- 
And when we say date nights, we mean true date nights. That's like yeah, not like just go present. because it's forced on the calendar, and we're gonna like argue the whole time, and it's no different. Now and we just don't have the kids in front of us, right? Yes, because we hear people doing that all the time. They're like, "Oh yeah, we go on our dates, but we just talk about everything, all the problems under the sun. We only talk about our children. We haven't even invested in ourselves. Like we haven't been present to truly our relationship. And so when it does come to those date nights and being present, make sure that you truly are doing it, or you know, not I see all the time, and I know. I'm in the generation so I throw myself under the bus multiple times every time we do these podcasts but in my generation you see maybe not mine actually I think I'm clearly I'm acting like I'm younger (laughs) but I guess the generation below me is more like that but you see like anyone going out and they're just focused on their phone instead of being present at the dinner table like even if you're not focusing on that as a relationship and say you are single listening to this podcast like start being present with friends like Renee just mentioned not only um your relationships and all marriage yeah and if you're not if you're not meeting anybody like you just said put your phone down and actually look up and if nobody looks at you back and you have nothing to do like I challenge you for literally five minutes even if you could do 10 I'd be so proud of you where you don't look at a phone yeah and it forces you because if you're like me a true extrovert I would get bored just not talking to anybody so then it also forces you to be more observant to give somebody a compliment or notice something like somebody if your if your head is in your phone all the time then the reality of it is is like the greatest person could just walk right by you or like the scenario of like somebody drops something and you miss that. Like the littlest big things you can miss in life by not being present. And of course, like Connie was saying earlier, like too many years of a routine of a date to not spice it up and literally just ask that question. If you ask no other question on a date night, it's like, how are you? Yeah. Like, what's going on with you? Like, what's the latest? Tell me outside of all of the stories and the updates you're giving me, but like, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? It doesn't have to be every week, but that you're yeah. really plugging into your mate is so important. Yeah, and even just asking how, yeah, how they're feeling and how do you feel about our relationship? And it doesn't have to turn into, even if it says, yeah, it's wonderful, it's doing great, I love what we're doing at the moment. It's come from a constant affirmation. Yes. <laughs> constant affirmation that you guys are working in the right, on going on the right path together instead of like falling down the wrong one. You right. Know? I totally agree. Okay, so number two is (laughs) be responsive. So this kind of links in with the whole being present thing because if you're not being present, you usually aren't being responsive. I mean, having a phone, considering we're on the whole whole phone conversation, being responsive is, I mean, I feel like people will... Lots of relationships, lots of marriages will come to us and say, okay, we, we were doing really good, we think we're good, but there's no like responsiveness between us there's like having a conversation and it's like Renee said earlier about being present it's like you go right through someone and Mm -hmm. being responsive in a relationship and also being able to I feel like to me I mean this may be different to you but being responsive when it does come to that is also being able to like accept feedback and work on feedback like being receptive to things that you need to work on which people find that really hard I know yeah and I think on exactly what you just said but also on one more like to be responsive is so many times I hear it from singles all the time we we both do right yeah. like you know I sent them a text and they didn't respond and I know we're doing a podcast on this like like coming up so I mean there's so many topics of like how soon how quick how late how long do you wait to respond and all these other things yeah. 
here's the thing. We all are busy and we all have things going on. Mm -hmm. I think out of respect of something that is a lost art that used to be like understand me back now I'm going to date myself. But I mean. (laughs) I'm making myself look younger. I mean there are generations that didn't have emails, (laughs) right? So I'm not like that old. But like back in the day it was like if you got an email you were like you had to respond within 24 hours. That was like a known thing back in the day when emails came out, right? I mean a letter it's like well you know you're going to get it whenever you're going to get it. Who knows? You don't even know that a letter is coming in the mail, right? Yeah. But an email, the goal was always you respond within 24 hours or yeah. during business days work, right? Yep. So text messaging now is I feel like people are like, well, they have a phone. They're in front of them. Like, why didn't they respond? But there's also two different kind of personalities, I feel like, when it comes to text messaging. Oh. The ones that are emoji happy, the ones that are not. Emoji. Right? The ones that like – respond immediately because they have a job where they they can be looking at their phone and responding quickly. And then there's also the other ones that are wanting to be present but are not because they're being present in something else and can't respond. Yeah. So, like, you know, true. we get this all the time where it's like, well, I mean, you know, obviously they had to go to the bathroom at some point, so they could have texted. Well, it's like, okay, what do you, what do you want them to text while you were in your bathroom? And yeah. if you're asking them an important question that matters to them, the reality of it is, to me, I would rather, unfortunately, take longer to respond. So anybody out there that gets a text, because I want to think through my response. If it's something that you're asking me to be present and respond to you, then give you a quick text and it really wasn't what I meant to say and then I'm going to get into a texting war or whatever and really be like thoughtful to yeah. have that conversation. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I I mean, you know I do this all the time. So, um, but when, say you are being, you don't have the time to sit in. Me and Renee, even though we're together a lot, we're still, you know, like out of work, talk non-business of like personal life and have a whole chain of message that it's like this long, you know, per yeah. message, like it's long. But sometimes I'll be like, oh, I, I, I just looked at that, read it, want to like best into looking into it and respond. But right now I don't have the time to type out but I may be walking doing something so I'm going to send her a voice now and be like oh yeah like have a conversation like it may sound silly but if you can't respond in some way respond in another you know it doesn't have to be or even if it's a simple response you know hey super busy right now I'm going to text you or call you later and whatever you say you need to do the world has become such a place where, of course, with all the ghosting and all this other stuff that people do and they just drop it, they'll say something and then don't do it. So you're better off to not say, I'll call you if you're not going to call. Yes. If you didn't have the best of time and you don't want to see somebody again, don't say, oh, I'll see you soon. Just say, I had such a wonderful time getting to know you and have – like, if, you, if you're in question, definitely go on a date again. Yes. But if you are in wondering – or, I mean, if you're like, there's no way there's too many, like, red flags or just too many things that just don't match for what I'm looking for, kindly just say I had such a great time and, and you are such a wonderful person. I just don't see some of the things that I'm looking for aligning with the two of us. And there's nothing wrong with that. I know we're just both on this quest to find the right individual. Yeah. And it's better to give that feedback almost A, in person or B, as a follow-up mm-hmm. than just completely – not let them know, which is yeah. our third topic of what we're talking about. Three ways to obviously keep a relationship on the right path is communication. 
So you have to be a good, you have to communicate. Yeah. You actually oh, have to that talk. Was perfect segue. I was like, oh, I have something on responsiveness. But you know, there's so many things in these podcasts that we can talk about. But what a perfect segue to communication because communication is key. And if you haven't listened to any of our past podcasts or continue to do in the future, listen this to is, all of them. Yeah. Listen this, to all of them. <laughs> this is something, though, that we will continue drilling in your mind. Like, you will hear the word communication over and over again because it's so important. I mean, we talk about it being important no matter, you know, what avenue in life, whether it's friends, family, whatever it may be, but ways to keep your relationship on the right path. Communication is basically, I feel like, the, if we were to rank these, I feel like for me, they're the, it's the number one. With communication, everything else can be fixed. You right, know? <laughs> but in order to communicate, you have to be present. True. Right? You have yeah. to be... Um, you know, obviously in the right mindset in order to be able to communicate. So it's really important, the three steps, to think through because if you're communicating and you're not present, then you're not really communicating effectively. Yeah, well, I guess that's the whole thing, right, is communicating effectively and what that works for your relationship because everyone's communication styles are very different and it's what works for you or your partner and to make sure that you're on the same wavelength with that like I know I mean we talk about the 72 hour rule or a 48 hour rule like however long time you need to process or talk or have conversation to make your communication correct great like go you but then also like that works for me that works for my husband other people it may not work for you know like some people have to say what's how they communicate right right then and there yeah so I think that's like such like, I mean, yeah, communication is everything. <laughs> having a, like, you just brought up a really good point. Having a conversation of when, and it sounds bad, but communication, A, styles, and B, time. So I wake up, I always say I like to wake up and wake into the day. I don't like to wake up and, like, wake up the day. So I wake up more slowly, and I want to have my cup of coffee, and I want to go, you know, walk the dog, and I want to have my daily devotion. I like the morning to be still quiet and like peaceful like it's like kind of my meditational prayer time right so I don't want to wake up and fix a million problems deal with everybody's like situation I want to wake up set my intention be right in my mind to then go after the day personally right and then so if you have somebody that just wakes up like chipper like a bird and is like ready to like it you have to kind of have the balance of yes. when the right time is to be present and communicate and connect, right? That's so, a, yeah, like, right. that is something that is an art to know about yourself, first and foremost. It's something to share up front if you're just starting to date somebody. But it's also important that we're listening to what our partner for inner relationship also needs and wants when we're having these date nights yeah. of openness and saying, hey, you know, this is something, like, I love you and I want to stay in love with you for the rest of my life. But, you know, there's areas where I just feel pressure or I feel this is a challenge or this Mm -hmm. is something that I want to work as a team to improve. So because I'm more wake up slower and you're more chipper as a bird, it doesn't mean that it has to be my way, right? So it just means like, okay, well, then maybe I reverse it and I'm more like I need my downtime in the evening or and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's just like the point is if you're with somebody that you want to be with forever, that you have respect and love for, it's so important that you do this dance, as we say, 
Yeah. Of three ways to keep your relationship thriving, growing, and obviously sticking together on the right path so you yeah. don't separate. And it's having that open communication. It's just being very open, very honest, and also being, and I think with comes communication, it comes with the tone of how we speak. Of Yes. I mean, we all know. That can I be mean, a whole other podcast. That, yeah, tones, that can right? be a whole other, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll throw myself under this bus. Sometimes I have to, like... If you've read it, I guess this is me saying go listen to our other podcast because maybe you won't find out about it so much in this one. But me and Renee believe that, you know, we need 72 hours to digest, talk, figure mm-hmm. it out before we say there's conflicts in a relationship. It's better, yeah, to process it. And some people don't feel that way. But if I was to talk immediately and there was any, anyone who knows me, anyone who watches this <laughs> knows that if there's any kind of tension, any kind of conflict, or any kind of just a hard conversation, you do not want to talk to me right away because I will use a horrible tone of voice or try, even if I try not to. Because you're speaking on emotion. You're not speaking with reason. So figure out what works for you. Like put put your arms up and say, okay, I'm really crappy at this. That's, that's me. That's who I am. I am crappy if you're going to teach me. Yeah. If you're going to speak out of an emotion, because I'm probably just going to use no fun tone of voice whatsoever. So it's like, you have to also to be able to communicate and make sure your relationship is strong in your relationship or marriage or friendship, whatever you are listening to this is make sure that you've also self-reflected on your own communication and your own communication style before finding that person too. And also just being very open about it and being able to talk about it whenever basically right which is so true and so to kind of tie all of this up because there's so many different things but it's so important if you're somebody that says well we just stink at communication and the reality of it is pray about it always you can always be better every day you should be waking up with a thirst to be a better version of yourself learning something Mm -hmm. and so don't settle for poor communication somebody not being present and do something about it say something about it Mm -hmm. find a way like we're giving suggestions of how to bring that into your relationship or if you're single and watching this of course practice these things now because why if you wonder why you haven't met that person or why you wonder why your relationships haven't worked up to this point it's truly because you haven't mastered the art to be an expert in your own heart Mm -hmm. of who you are in relationship building communication 101 so 100% (laughs) we hope that you have found this valuable and helpful as always we love it when you write in and give us topics of things to talk about and we can't wait for our next chat we're gonna love and leave you and hope you have a blessed day yeah communicate with us too all the fun things that you need (laughs) Bye. bye It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.